it's important to not get your validation from the comment section. My guest today has lived multiple lives in one. I do not know how many people can claim to have lived the kind of life that Banky W has lived. He has some of Nigeria's biggest music blockbusters. He has won every major award from the headies to the NMAs to everything else. He has starred in the biggest movie blockbusters from Nollywood, from The Wedding Party to Sugar Rush. I need a new best man. He has been an activist. I've been with him on the streets, everything from the North of Nigeria protest to Occupy Nigeria to bring back our girls. He's also a businessman growing Suya Bistro from one small store to seven in less than five years. Suya Bistro is still a baby, but we've gone from one or two locations to working on our seventh and eighth locations right now. Well, now his next uh, frontier is politics. He has moved from the MDP to the PDP. Now, at the time we wanted to do this interview, he had not yet declared. And now that's all I want to talk about. How does Banky juggle multiple lives? How does he keep himself centered even when people are questioning his intentions left, right, and center? And for God's sake, they've made you out to be Satan incarnate. And sometimes so crushing as Nigerian politics. All I was doing was following what I believe in and trying to do my best. He answers all those questions. Nobody ever gets everybody. And the relationship with him and his wife when it was down and now that it's up. God bless my wife, man. I, I married the most amazing woman on earth. With today, today. Banky, mm -hmm. PDP, why? Yeah. Why PDP? Well, I think that for me, it's really a question of learning over the last few years. Mm. And I said this in my declaration yes, video, so right. that we have to engage with Nigeria where it is, mm -hmm. not where we want it to be. Mm. Um, and I think in 2019, we were firmly of that, you know, this is where we are, and you know, we're drawing this line in the sand, but at the end of the day, we can be content with just being in that place and shouting from the sidelines. Mm or we can realize that some of us have to infiltrate the system, some of us have to get in to the major platforms that exist mm. and reform even those platforms from within. So mm. this is bigger than, and, and, I, and I say this with all sincerity and all honesty, that it's much bigger than me trying to get a seat in the House of Reps. Mm. This is about me trying to be one of the people that is opening the door mm. for like minds to get into the system. Mm -hmm. So when you say, the choice of candidates that we have is poor. Mm. The majority of the country is on these two platforms. Mm. And we're not at those tables. You know, I'm sitting in ward meetings, I'm meeting ward chairmen and women leaders and youth leaders, and it's nobody that's in our circle of progressive young people that are protesting. None of us are at those tables. Mm. And unfortunately, the people that are at those tables have been marginalized, they've suffered, they've been uh, um, their poverty has been weaponized against them, mm. uh, you know, so our po politics has become so transactional for the people who have those seats mm -hmm. at those tables, for the people in the grassroots. Mm. And so this is about saying, can we open that door and can we start to put like minds in mm. at those tables? Mm. I want to see young people who were NSARs as chairman of wards. I want to see young people who were protesting with us I mean, you and I have been in the trenches for years, 
but I don't see anybody that was on the streets with us as a woman leader in a party. I don't see them as youth leaders. I don't see them as chairman of wards or local government chairman. And that's how the candidates are selected. And at the end of the day, I'll tell you something that broke my heart mm -hmm. in 2019. We were at the polling unit, which in my area, my polling unit was also the coalition center for the area. And there was an old lady that came out after having voted with her friends. Mm -hmm. And she was inconsolable and she was in tears. Why? She couldn't remember what my party name or logo was. Mm -hmm. Because my name, the candidates' names are not on the tickets. Yeah. It's just the party. the party initials and logo. And there were hundreds, I think we had 90 something political parties. And the majority of the country, in terms of the grassroots, I like that. They don't, they don't know so much about these other platforms. Most of them have just decided, like, I'm going to pick a side. This is where I'm going to be. And I will hope that this side that I've picked will do the best for me when they get a chance. And now that I go into these ward meetings and I'm sitting with people in the grassroots and I'm mm -hmm. sitting in the communities and seeing their pain and hearing what they're going through from the market women who can't find anybody to buy their stuff, from the people who can't afford to buy the stuff the market women is selling, from the young people who maybe found their way to get to university and have graduated and can't find a job, mm -hmm. from those people who the quality of life has become so hard. Those people are not the people stealing from Nigeria. They're the people that are being stolen from. Mm -hmm. And they're hoping that some of us who know better and who have the interests of the country at heart will come into the system and say, okay, come, take our mandate and help us fix this thing. We've, we've not had the right candidate. We don't have the right people, but this is where we are. So again, I come back to saying, we must engage with Nigeria where it is, not where we hope that it should be. If impact is truly the goal, if, if changing the course of the nation, if charting a new course for our nation is, is the goal, then we have to engage with Nigeria where it is right now and get people in there. Let's, uh, let's infiltrate the system. Let's infiltrate the parties. Let's, let's reform from the standpoint of the wards and the constituencies and the communities where are pe these are the people that we're fighting for. You and I, glory to God, we're not begging for food, right? When, you know, we have a roof over our heads, there's food on our table. As bad as Nigeria is and as frustrating as it is, you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you'll, you'll be okay, right? But there are some people who will not be okay if Nigeria continues to go down this path. And those are the people that we're fighting for, right? So why did we protest during NSARS? When police pull me over, nine times out of 10, they will recognize that it's me, and I'll, I'll you know, they, then eight or nine times out of 10, they won't take it too far, right? Because they know me, and I have a measure of recognition and success. But why the was measure it- measure is an understatement, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but why, why was it important for all of us to be involved in those kinds of protests? Because we're not fighting just for ourselves. We're fighting for the interests of our nation. And if that is truly, why we are here, then we have to do what it takes to, to fix the situation. And so I looked at everything, and the Lagos arm of the PDP, you know, they've, they've, first of all, they've never won this House of Reps seat, this mm -hmm. constituency, in the history of our democracy. They've mm -hmm. never won it. Mm -hmm. 
but they do have a structure on ground. If you take what we did in the last elections with what the Lagos PDP did, mm -hmm. if you put that together, mm -hmm. we would have won. Yeah. And because they are open, it seems like the PDP is open. You know, you see people like Barry Borroads, Vivo, you see John Doe, you see myself, you see some of the House of Assembly candidates. You're starting to see Joyce Daniels is contesting on PDP in Edo State. There's, I didn't know that. There's a, there, yeah, uh, there's a, there's a new crop of young people who want better and have realized what I've been saying, which is this is where the country is at. So we're, if we're serious, then this is what we have to do. Yeah. And I think that the party itself understands that, hey, we got to give these guys some room to come in and, you know, and, and reform and help bridge the gap. Um, and so that's where we're at. And, and by God's grace, I strongly believe that um, not only is it very likely that we will win by God's grace and with the support of the community, but it is the right thing for us to do. Whether we win or lose, whether I win this seat or not, it's bigger than me. It's about saying, let's put our people in place. Let's put people who are servant leaders, who are reformers, people who are activists or advocates, people who, I mean, we know ourselves, right? We, we've, we, whether it's from community service or protest, or you, for the last... 14 years that I've been here, mm. we, there are many of us that have rubbed shoulders multiple times in different, whether it's community service or protesting against this or marching against that or trying to get young people. We know ourselves. We've, we've been in the trenches together. But now that group of people mm. needs to come in to, to the mainstream mm. system mm. and start to, start to align and start to, to, to take over and start to influence and start to fix the system from within as opposed to trying to fix it from shouting about it or talking about it. And that's why we call the campaign Talk and Do. Yeah. It's time to do. We've, we've spoken a lot over the years, but we don't want to talk anymore. We want to, we want to work now. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You've just listened to the free version of the Witch Today podcast. To listen to the full version, search for Witch Today on Apple Premium or subscribe to our Patreon via all.witchuday.com. Also, we want to hear from you. Kindly rate this podcast wherever you're streaming from and share on social media. It validates the work that we do and helps us reach even more people. Thank you. Let's be human together.